Hello, friends. Welcome to That's Pretty Woo. Conversations about life, beauty, and magic. Because talking it out makes us all more connected. We're your hosts, Jordan Medina and Kayleen Seuss, two friends navigating the balance between making time for our work and passions while trying to be present in everyday life as mothers, partners, and citizens of the universe. Okay, let's chat. Today, we're talking about celebrations, magic, and woo. Kayleen, you've mentioned before that this is your favorite time of year. Yes, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I'm so excited for this conversation because I love the sparkle and magic of the winter holidays, but I also love to find ways to celebrate the smaller moments of everyday life. So I'm hoping we get to talk about both. How does the energy of the holiday season make you feel? Let's just start there. Okay. For me, it's good. Okay. Because some people, it's like... Yeah. You know, I don't... Which I understand. It's a lot. I know. And you know, I feel like I'm not one... I'm not somebody... It's like I probably could actually put more thought into some of this stuff because I like... I saw where like you maybe have like a gift list that you do. we're going to get into it. (laughs) And we're going to get into it. But like... (laughs) I'm not saying the way I do it's right. (laughs) I may be taking the total opposite approach where it's like, oh, wait. But this year I actually am doing something a little different. So again, we'll get into it. But I I love this time of year. I don't let it get to me too much. Although I do very much understand the anxieties and stressors and hustle and bustle. Yeah, it's a lot. Yes. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's a busy time of year for you for work too, right? It's the busiest time of year for work. However, I have have some breaks that were forced upon me by having a child. So um, I did not realize I just wasn't thinking uh, our daycare follows the AISD schedule. And I told this, this happened last year and Mm -hmm. I've totally blocked it out of my brain, Mm -hmm. but the school is out for two weeks and three days. Oh my goodness. So I am like, I am still working a couple of days of their clients. Don't be afraid. But it's kind of a, that's why you were on me to like pre-book. You were like, you need to get on the schedule. I I literally messaged somebody last (laughs) night and I said, this is my last evening appointment for the year. It's Mm -hmm. a dear friend of mine. And I was like, I'm, I'm, gonna, I know you I'm putting it. you down because yeah. if not, it's going to be the year before you can get your hair done. Wow. Um, and so I'm pretty much, but that's kind of nice because, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I had a little bit of a panic leaving Instagram because I was like, <laughs> what? I, I knew it was aligned with like my where I was at that moment and what I needed, and it's been really for anybody who doesn't know. Jordan's taking a just a break. Yeah, it's like ten weeks extended break. Ten weeks from um, Instagram. From Instagram. And I had a little bit of fear around it, of course, because it's like, this is your marketing tool. It's your main marketing tool. And you get clients from Instagram. And how will people know that you're still like working through the rest of the year and all I don't exist if I'm not on Instagram. And I was, I had a little bit of those feelings, even though. That's why you know it's time to take a break. Yes, being (laughs) on there wasn't doing anything good for my brain in that moment. And so it's so funny because. I do feel like I manifested like full books through the end of the year. And I feel really like I'm in a really solid place. And Nathan and I are trying to take a trip and we were talking about doing it in January. Mm -hmm. And we were like, well, I don't know when to do this week or that week. And we don't really want to travel like before New Year's because it's like that's when everyone's traveling. Yeah. And then we realized because we have that, we want to take a trip with Wilder. And we realize now we have like a basically set vacation for us. I mean, this is why, why things are busy traveling when they are is because eventually you have school age children, but you guys are already following the school calendar. calendar. So it's, yeah, you travel when you well, have a break because yeah. everybody has it's to so take true. breaks. It's like growing up, I remember we would go on these trips these certain times of year and you're yeah. like, why is every kid there? I mean, you would yeah. see like kids from your class at Disney World and you're like, everybody's yeah. here. Yeah. And the reason is because all families have to travel on the same time because it's a forced thing from school. So that's why it's so expensive and that's why <laughs> Welcome ev- to all adulthood. the kids are there. Welcome to adulthood. Like, like now you know. Like, problem you, solved you don't travel in these off seasons and you go to areas that are filled with other people yeah but so so what are you guys gonna do I don't know we were just talking about yesterday I mean you know there's not that it's like basically what where do you want to go eat in a restaurant by like 6 p.m and you know with your child so we've been but we've kind of toyed with the idea of like Colorado not to ski or anything but just to like hole up and be cozy and have kind of winter vibes and also be in like a little city with mm-hmm. maybe kid friendly. He's good in restaurants so mm-hmm. I don't know we're, we're toying with those ideas right now we love Vancouver and Whistler but that's I got, a far trip. But that's a far trip. It's it's a it's like flight. plane time. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's that's out of the equation for now. I I would do that again in the summer. That's exciting. So mm-hmm. anyway, so the force break. But yeah, otherwise it's my busiest season. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's good though. When do you start getting ready for the holidays? Like when do I put de- decor up? Well, however you want to interpret that question, mental preparation, physical preparation, like when do you, so specifically for like Christmas holiday, when do you start getting ready? Well, 
I'm a little late on it this year. And I've realized that because in the last couple of weeks, I, I, I'm realizing I'm saying goodbye to people and pre-booking their appointments. Oh yeah. 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 That's when you start to realize, and you realize how close it is uh when, when I'm like, okay, I'll see you next year. I'll yeah. see you next decade. Like I'll see you in 2020. That's wild. Number yeah. one. Mm-hmm. But it also made me realize like I have this intention of I bought, I gotten 20% coupon cards made a long time ago. Oh, I haven't yeah. really done much with them. And then I finally got little business cards made. And I was like, you know, uh, and I, I also bought these client note cards that I want to write to people. But then I've realized at my new business, I don't ask people to put in their address. And oh, so yeah. I have some people's, but not all. Cause you, I mean, you used to work at like a big establishment and where they, they did had that like for the you system. and they like, yeah. they, do the marketing and send, yeah. you know, they're harvesting the addresses. So yes. I haven't really felt the need to do that. But then I was like, oh, I, like I'm having, I'm yeah. now messaging people like, what's your address? Which is kind of creepy, but whatever. Yeah, but you could just say you're doing, I, I am. And this is the perfect time of year to update your calendar, or not your calendar, but your address book. Yeah. Because everybody's doing holiday cards. And so if you've like, if you've lost touch with somebody or if you want to cultivate more of a relationship, holiday cards are a perfect way to a perfect excuse. Well, cause once you're on my holiday, exactly. Card list, you're and in so, my life. so some people will be receiving something in the mail, Yay. but for I'm, I've, what I've been trying to do now is like, I'm kind of realizing like, this is the last time I'll see this person till the mm-hmm. new year. So I'm going to go ahead and just hand it to them. Like as they're leaving their appointment, just as like a little gratitude. And so that has kind of put me in the mindset already of like, it's, gift giving season. It's the, you know, it's a season of gratitude. It's a season of reflection. It's a season of celebration. And And so magic and magic. And so, (laughs) and putting that holiday spirit Mm -hmm. out there into the world, because it really just feels so good. And I know we talked in our gratitude episode, like that act of gratitude. And I think the holiday spirit stuff is the same because you're cheerful. They're cheerful. You don't want to be a Scrooge. Like it's a holiday. And it's that you get to, it's like an excuse to wear like sparkly Christmas tree earrings. If you want to, I'm not too cool for Christmas. Like I'm like all about it. I just, I think it starts from childhood because there's so much magic when you're little with discovering Christmas, the lights, Santa, all of it. It's just like such a magical time for me. And as you get older, there's like a lot of responsibilities that come with Christmas and you got to go places and do things and holiday parties. And it can get like really busy and like just a lot. Yeah. So I try to focus on the opportunities that it gives me to like see people that I don't always see. Like I already want to like fill my calendar with like brunches with all my favorite girlfriends. Like I just want to like give gifts and have fun. And so I kind of like move back and forth between like Christmas and the holidays are magical, but then also like, I don't have to, yeah. And also I don't have to do it all, all the time. Like, so just trying to remember, um, moments of gratitude, moments of self-care, moments of reflection, taking time to rest, trying not to drink and eat everything. Oh like, God, that's the one that I always come off the heels of the holidays. Like Nathan's family, they have these like amazing recipes and it is too much for me. Too much for me. I always like, end just up like home we, style. Well, a, like or, Houston in general, it's like oh. somehow we go there and it's like, donuts are acceptable for breakfast. Every, it's like you just live oh, in this yeah, like yeah. fantasy world. Yeah. So we always leave Houston like we've gained 10 pounds. <laughs> like we're on a diet. We are like paleo. It's okay. It yeah. is okay. We you, talked about last episode and you were, you got into like a random conversation about Dave Asprey and, um, and know, how, and I try to just enjoy them and not yeah. stress about like food and diet you, over the and holidays. And it is a feast and it, it maybe the problem, maybe a problem for me is that the feast becomes weeks long and it isn't just a one feast. Uh, it ends up being like, well, we ate this huge Thanksgiving meal and maybe we also go get like Mexican and queso tonight. <laughs> like it's like these, it's the just like, And it There's just like keeps a, going. Yes. Basically it's from from the first time I crack open a candy corn at Halloween (laughs) till Mm -hmm. January 3rd, when I'm like, till January 3rd, when I'm post new year's. And then I'm like, I think I need a green juice. Somebody give me a green juice. So then, but it lines up perfectly with new year, new woo, new you. You Oh yeah. Oh no. I like that whole thing. It's all okay. So, okay. We're into the holiday energy. We are into the holiday spirit. When like, when you were younger, were there tried and true rituals and traditions that you had in your family that you've carried on into your adult life or like what, where are you with like all yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, 
I'm a huge movie buff. So, of course, there's like movies oh, and things that I like think. Like what? Like Home Alone will always be a favorite for me. Home Alone 2 I also love. I Those are ones like I can't wait to share with Wilder when he's a little older because they're just like funny and silly and cute. I still love like the Grinch, the classic Grinch, not the Jim Carrey Grinch, even though that's fine. Um, but I love like the Grinch cartoon. Yeah. I love like the Rudolph cartoons, even though yeah. they're a little bit. They're a little outdated. They're a little outdated. <laughs> yeah. We actually yesterday watched on the Disney Plus. Disney Plus is giving me like, oh my God, so much. I, you know, there's people in two camps in this world and there's really like the Disney tried and true people. I'm the kind of person like, I've been to Disney World like probably over 40 something times. Like I grew up with my dad living in Florida. My sister and I had like season passes when we lived in California. Like we were already planning a girl's trip in January for that. And so you're like an adult Disney person. I am, but I'm into like the geek. Like I don't care as much about the Disney movie. I love Disney movies. And I think animation, I wanted to be an animator when I was a kid. Like I love, I think all of that's such a beautiful art and I respect it so much, but I'm obsessed with like the the history of Disney. Like there's an Imagineer show on Disney plus highly recommend. <laughs> I love like the history of the parks and all that. And there's these silly symphonies, which are their kind of answer to the Looney Tunes, like Mary melodies of like the thirties and forties. And there's a Santa one. And it also, there's a disclaimer. It is quite outdated. However, it's, it's like my grandma watched that probably in the mm -hmm. theaters mm -hmm. when she was five years old. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. It's so old and it's something that I can remember. I had it on a Betamax when I was a kid, which Betamax, <laughs> for those of you, it's like what they thought the VHS was going to be. Uh, VHS took off a lot faster than the technology of Betamax. So we had a Betamax and it was, it was something we had on Betamax and I can remember watching this cartoon. So I shared it with Wilder yesterday or day before and it was like, did he like, oh, it? he loved it. He just yeah. sat there like mesmerized. And you told me that he was like starting to get scared of stuff on it was Nemo and it was like, he just it like clicked that Nemo lost his daddy, which is yeah, like yeah. A, kind of a hype. Well, they all lose everybody. They do. That, <laughs> that's the, that is a Disney tried and true tale, which is a little <laughs> bit tormenting when you, when you look at it as an adult even, but yeah. um, he is, he does enjoy some stuff. Like he loves, he loves the music from Frozen, which I'm, I'm fine with. It's like, yeah, get your female empowerment in, whatever. Um, <laughs> And he's into like the look of the characters and it's like you just kind of fast forward through some parts and then he likes, we just watch Toy Story like that. So now that there's Disney Plus. Toy Story has rough moments. I it just, does. We fast forward yeah, a little bit. I guess. Okay. Okay. But it, but it's like <laughs> far and away. It's fun yeah. to share those characters and those. Can they make one that doesn't have like the the drama? Like I just, it, it would, would be it not hard. sell? It would, would nobody would watch it? I would watch it. I mean, I'm like that too a little bit in just TV in general. Sometimes people, it's like I want there to be almost like virtually no plot point because I get yeah. such anxiety. I just want to. I just want to watch the, Gilmore Girls over oh, and over again. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good holiday <laughs> tradition. Is, actually, yeah. that feels very Christmassy. Stars well, wait, Hollow. Didn't they come out with the special last year? Wasn't it around? The it holidays? was a couple years ago, but yeah, it wasn't last year. No. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> it's like maybe two years ago, but they did. They even did in Austin like a pop up that was the coffee uh, shop, and I had just cool. had my friend Chris. Kristen, um, I had a new baby, so I guess it wasn't. That's why it you was, lose a year when you have a baby. I still swear I'm 31. I'm not 32. And Nathan is like, I think it was the last baby was new, the first one. So I just, I transposed my children, yep. which I'm sure will happen over and over again for the rest of my life. But yeah, so movies are a big one for me. And then we had traditions, of course, on like, we did our celebrations on Christmas day. We celebrate Christmas in our family, which like what I love about the holidays is like, there's so many celebrations going on. Like mm -hmm. there's Kwanzaa and there's, um, then you have new year's and you also have Hanukkah. And I love that. Like everybody has the their solstice. little traditions. And yeah. I think it's just such a beautiful thing that we're all kind of doing this at once. But I think it's like Christmas is obviously everywhere and hard not to miss. And even if you're right. not into it for like religious reasons, right. it's got, just the, that's what I want to talk about, like the holiday spirit. And this is a movie. These are movies that I think are wonderful. I love any incarnation of like a Christmas Carol. Like I like if the Muppets are doing it. I like if Mickey Mouse is doing it. I like if it's like a Dickens classic. I like to see it on stage. Like I love the idea of like a grumpy old man getting like people are coming at him in the night and his forcing spirit, his spirit guys, forcing him to feel grateful <laughs> or like it's a wonderful life. You have kind of the same story, which is like, not no spoilers here, but like the angel Clarence, like showing you how, how your life, how great your life is and like what yeah. this beautiful life is. And I think like that to me embodies all things about like what the overarching energy of Christmas is, which is like, it's almost like appreciation or gratitude, but on steroids. And then you're appreciating yeah. 
other people by literally giving them gifts. Yeah. So it's like you take like that little Thanksgiving gratitude and then you like sparkle it and like amplify it by a billion and you've got yeah. the holidays. Which obviously if you are listening to this, clearly you understand that we've leaned into the spirit of Christmas as our own, by our own definition, you know how Gabby Bernstein always says like the God of your own understanding. Yeah. This is the Christmas of my own understanding. Absolutely. I have interpreted it the way that I want to interpret it <coughs> and I'm making it mine. And by taking bits and pieces of the things I like, and I really don't spend any energy thinking about like, what I don't like about Christmas or what, you know, that I don't, you know, I just don't, I don't have time for that. And I'm not interested in, in doing that. So I know that again, it can be like a hot topic for people. Um, but we're just going to kind of focus on the fun and what celebration means to us. So yeah. We're gonna keep going that way. Although I, I mean, I think we'd be remiss not to address like particular pain points people can have with like your families and stuff oh, that I could talk about. I yeah. mean, I just, I guess I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like educated enough to talk about like all the varying aspects I mean, of here's like what I'll say. I can't offer holidays. that much advice onto like how not to get into an argument with your family on Christmas. Like one time, <laughs> literally we like, I have two sisters. One time one of the sisters got butt dialed while the, mm. my mom and the other sister were saying something mm. that sh it was like a conversation that she shouldn't have been privy to. It was horrible. We're still hearing about, you know what I mean? Like yeah, the, Christmas has a way of, of like bringing out this, like it's sort of the same way weddings do. Like they bring out the crazy, <laughs> like holidays definitely amplify some of the wildness. But I think the important thing is like coming back to that one feeling of like love and appreciation for everybody, despite our differences. And, you know, if he, my best advice is like, put headphones on and go into another room, like before you just get, get into a fight with somebody. Yeah. I, I mean, or you can watch 15 dysfunctional movies for families to watch together. Is that a thing? I just Googled it. Hysterical. <laughs> we never really Googled during the episodes, but I had to. So Christmas vacation, oh, home love that for one. the holidays, little miss sunshine. The Family Stone. That is oh, like one of my movie. favorite movies of all time. This is where I leave you, which I told you about when we did the fiction episode because I read the book. That's a really good one. A Christmas Story. Love that. August Osage County. Did you ever watch no. that? That would be a good one for us to watch. Meet the Fockers. Love that one. <laughs> Cheaper by the Dozen. Nebraska. I don't know uh, that, uh, one. that one's That one came out a couple years ago. Pieces of April. Did you ever see that? I just was, I was actually thinking of that um, during, during the gratitude, gratitude episode. I love pieces of April. Me too. Actually. I have that. And I think about that every time I think of like having your family over and the dysfunction and the pressure because yes. um, family is a weird thing, you know, in it general. Uh, and so it's, of course, there's like a natural anxiety because these people have like they know your pain points so well yeah. and they love to just like put their thumb on top of them. I don't even think it's that intentional. It's I, not. I, it's I heard, not. Yeah, but, but you just said they love to put their We I do it too. It's like it's like you it's like you don't mean to, but it's like there's something so triggering. Like there's no other word. I think it's I I really think that there's a biochemical. I haven't studied this or proven it, you know, in my laboratory, but <laughs> I think there is a biochemical system that you get re it's like a time traveling thing. You get like locked into it where sometimes when you're near family, I shouldn't even say you sometimes when I'm with my family, I just get transported to being 12 again. I think you're and right. And it, it doesn't matter how much growth or transformations happened in my life. If I don't check it and remind myself oh when my I God, enter the threshold that I'm exactly 34 it. and I have my own family, I will just accidentally fall into being 12 and that's I have exactly terrible it. acne all that's of a sudden. Exactly yeah. It. And it's just like, yeah. especially, especially if you're in this heightened situation where you've spent money on gifts and travel and you have that elevated expectation of a magical experience. Mm -hmm. And then it can just set you up for disappointment. But I, you said I have no solutions for how to stay out of arguments. I mean, one of the things is just to put a little armor on yourself yeah. ahead of time. Just tell yourself how great you are, how much you love your family, and then to like drop it, you know, then practice just a little allowing. Allow just, it's a lot of allowing. Yeah, it's a lot like, of allowing. And going with the flow. And I, personally for me, having small children has really helped that because my bandwidth is a lot lower, lighter. I don't know. I just can't, I can't pay attention to the it's stuff the that used to bother me. I agree. Cause it's like, I feel so much less triggered since having Wilder, which I think everybody gives you a bit 
they have to kind of give you a bit of a pass. And it's also like, yeah. I think my parents, like, I think I have like a more of a grace and forgiveness towards anything because it's like, I can't really be fussing about like how they didn't parent me that well. Yeah. If I, you know, which I don't even believe is true, but I, I can't, I can't really focus on that when I've got to like be a parent. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's like, I've got to worry more about like my own little unit than I can worry about the bigger, uh, ancestral trauma like <laughs> I mean I the just lineage. use the, the lineage yeah. like uh, but I you know it's it's like I can worry less about those things or like the patterns you know it's funny because Lacey Phillips she's talking a lot about the holidays as being a great time for her practice of manifestation which if you oh, focus on her practice it's a lot of like you know seeing what triggers you and what your shadow is she's like it's a great time because you can easily see what your triggers are and you're so right and you know why you're exactly right it puts you back to being 12 years old and mm -hmm. having those problems and you can do all this growth and all of a sudden you're back in this one place and that's what's so upsetting it's not your family and how they act it's your reaction mm -hmm. and that's the part that you actually and then can't you be, control and then you beat yourself so, up for it because yeah. you're like oh my god why did I get so why upset? did I get I got, so upset again why did this bother me so badly yeah. like you know it's how because you're acting like you're 12 yeah and, and then you get upset, you know, and then what we have a, a beautiful opportunity to practice some compassion and grace with ourselves and be like, Hey, I'm sorry. You just acted like you're 12. It's okay. You're not 12. So let's just start acting like you're 34 again. The other really cool thing I love about all celebrations, um, with, with having young children in my life is that I get to see things through their eyes yeah. and I get to, I just had this like awareness relatively recently that like I'm in charge of this. So I get to decide what we do. I get to determine how we celebrate and what we celebrate and what things matter. And so that's, a, it kind of intimidates me. It is a lot of responsibility and I have a tendency to like try to do everything right. But it's also really cool to be able to go to the Zilker lights here in Austin. Yeah. And I was talking to Owen about it just the other day and I was like, Hey buddy, we're going to go see the a amazing place with so many lights and he started he remembers it from yeah. last year so this is a cool thing that we're just starting to step into which is at three and a half he's has vague recollections of last year and this is going to yeah. compile um and so that's really cool too even even wilder he knows who santa is he knew last year which mm -hmm. he could like he could literally say five things and one of them was santa and one was ho 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 ho, ho. and it was so sweet he would see the santa ho 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 mm -hmm. and this year it's like he does remember that and he you know even the birthday it's like I think because he's in the class where they celebrate other people's yeah he just had a birthday and he like understood what was happening yeah I was like oh you start like, to get into opening you really get it yeah he likes and, opening presents so yeah. I, I can't wait for Christmas this year because last year we went home to Mississippi so we kind of alternate a little bit here and there and um Nathan it's it's fun to go with Nathan's family because he's got quite a large family mm -hmm. and so they have like they have a lot of traditions, which I've like really embraced. They actually do their whole Christmas on Christmas Eve. Okay. When you say their whole Christmas, do you mean family Christmas, exchanging all the gifts and exchanging everything? Exchanging all the, his, his larger family doesn't necessarily exchange gifts, but they do, we do like a huge white elephant. Uh -huh. We do a huge Christmas dinner yeah. um, that has all of the fixins, all yep. of the stuff, you mm -hmm. know, um, there's usually like a movie playing in the background and there's like old pictures are brought out and we're like smiling and laughing and like they yeah. go all out with decorations in Houston. Yeah. So it's so fun. And the kids get like a little gift, eat, you know, yep. now that everybody has kids and there's like, I think there's four boys and now a girl on the way yeah. um, of little grandbabies. So it's like so fun for them to all get to be together. And I can't wait for this year specifically because the, especially the youngest two boys, which is Wilder and Sebastian, my nephew, they're like old enough that it's going to be really fun to see all of them like play together and just, I don't know. It's just really magical. And so that's been really great. They do all theirs on Christmas Eve. I love the white elephant game. It's like we always bring something like terrible from your house and uh, it goes on forever and people get like so competitive over it. It's just like hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then now we do, we draw a name. So mm -hmm. there's only really one gift exchange just because it gets costly when yeah. you have to buy for so many. I mean, that's a crazy thing really. Yeah. And, um, and especially as you have your own kids and stuff, it's like it just, it, Christmas can be quite an expensive time of year. And I think like, and it, it gets to be where you're like, you don't even, you feel so much pressure to like give a good gift right. and then you're just buying junk and exchanging junk. Or exchanging and, gift cards. Yeah. And it, it's, it gets to this point I'm where. I'm okay with a gift card. I'm, uh, I love a gift card. <laughs> but for a while there was like a lot of judgment in Nathan's family over the I gift cards, like but had, they've gotten over I feel over the it. tides have 
yeah, shifted where people are more willing to do gift cards. They now. were not into it, but then I think it's like you get one gift too many that's like not exactly what you would yeah. really or something you would really want. And so it's like... I mean, some people, sometimes a, a gift card is like a super thoughtful thing. And you can also... For me, it's the most thoughtful gift. <laughs> FYI, people out in the world, buy me a gift card because you're giving me the gift of shopping, which I <laughs> love. So please give me a gift card. But... <laughs> but for others, I understand they're like... And you hoard your gift cards. Oh, I hoard them. I keep them in a little golden box in a special place in my house. And then sometimes I forget about them. And then I go back and look in the box. And I'm like, oh, I have this to spend. I have this to do. Adam's like guilty of holding on to gift cards. And then they a expire. year... Well, no, I don't think they do that <laughs> no, as much anymore. But he'll have last Christmases gift cards that we haven't even shopped with. And I'm, I get... Gift cards for me are exciting, but also on the heels of Christmas where I've already done like a lot of shopping, I start to feel like I don't want to shop anymore. Well, and here's so. the trick because well, here's what I know <laughs> having a February birthday. Well, mine is in March. Yeah. So you kind of know because the, but things start coming in in March, like to, they, they shift the seasons in yeah. the stores, but you, you, March is a good time actually, because all the new stuff comes in. March is a good February birthday. at the mall is a dark time. <laughs> Everything that you, that was so important and on Black Friday, you needed all of a sudden is looking really grim like it's it is like it is like the magic has worn off the luster the sheen is gone february is like bleak at the store <laughs> so i i understand like maybe that's why i hold on to my gift cards because yeah, it's like that makes sense because it's like i don't especially in austin because it's like really march you're spring summer yeah it really is so it's like all those scarves that are on sale <laughs> when am i using this like for one month next year yeah no forget in that in december yeah so <laughs> so it's a bleak time at the store i can understand that anyway That's we digress funny. yes <laughs> what are other like do you what are your decorations do you mm. decorate yeah so actually i put my tree up in early november this year and I have no shame about it. Yeah. I'm saying it like I do, but actually, so my Christmas tree is a really big deal. Christmas trees have been a big deal in my family for a really long time. We don't do real trees because we keep them up for months. Mm -hmm. um, two years ago, I went out to Arizona and... Um, my, that's where my grandparents live. And I helped my grandparents pack up their house. They were moving into a retirement community. And so I'm the oldest grandchild, granddaughter, really close with my grandma. And I got first pick of a bunch of her ornaments, which was like such a magical experience. And I wasn't planning on putting up a tree, but I came home with like all of my grandma's ornaments. I, was like, oh, I need to get so a tree. Nice. Yeah. And she wrote this letter. I think it was like 10 years ago about her family's Christmas tree and what Christmas is the tree has meant to her, her whole life. And so I, um, I open that letter up every year and read it. And then the other tradition that I've started with myself, which is just a fun little game. I like to play with myself in the universe, which is I wrote last year, a letter to 2019 mm. Christmas Kayleen <laughs> about all the things that I liked and all the things I wanted to do differently and, and the stuff to remember for this year. And so as I was like unpacking the tree and setting it up, I read that letter. And so it's really cool because yeah. I think in, at, during the holidays for me, especially like Thanksgiving, we do the same menu, all of that is done. With Christmas, there's a lot of, there's a lot more like variability and changes yeah. and travel and stuff. And so having a quick list of notes from 2018, Kayleen, about like what worked, what didn't, what I liked, what I don't, I can re remember that stuff and things don't sneak up on me as much. And so one of the ways that I can enjoy the holidays is by being prepared. And I know this about myself, about like you alluded to my, my gift tracking. So I have a spreadsheet it's probably like six or seven years old now that has every gift that Adam and I collectively have purchased for our family. And even like what we've received, because we started to kind of like, not in a weird way, but just like wanting to make sure that if someone was like super generous with us and really thoughtful, like we want to remember that so that we can like match that enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. And if like this, if we were getting, you know, um, like a $20 Amazon gift card every year from somebody, like also I wanted to keep that in mind so that I could ma sort of like align with that right. gift too. Because I think that like, I start to feel weird about gift giving if like uh, things are like really askew. Mm -hmm. But I also like to just like give gifts to people just because I like felt like it or I saw something yeah. I liked. And so I just kind of like to like keep track. And and I don't remember when I told you about Halloween, how I didn't want it to sneak up on me this year. Mm -hmm. Christmas, I don't want to sneak up on me either. Like I want, we have a whole year to like, we know it's coming. Right. And still like everybody's last minute 
Christmas shopping and I'm just as guilty of it. So, so kind of like from the start of my tree going up, that kind of like kicks off the season after, after Thanksgiving, that's when I put up all the rest of my decorations Mm -hmm. I kind of get going. And yeah, we, we decorate. I've got like, um, little banners that are like felt pom-poms for the banister Mm -hmm. and put up stockings. And you mentioned like when the traditions happen, when I was growing up, we did family gifts, family Christmas on Christmas Eve evening. And then Santa comes in the morning on Mm -hmm. Christmas day. And so that we would do Santa gifts and Santa stockings on Christmas morning. And so that's, that's what we do in our family. And that's what Adam did in in his family too. So that was nice. Is like, um, we would open one gift on Christmas Eve and it was pajamas from your parents. Yeah. So my mom still mails us all the pajamas every year, even though we're like separate. (laughs) That's Uh, cute. Are they matching? Yeah, they all match. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Adam's grandma really likes giving pajamas. So she's been giving the kids pajamas the last few years. Those kind of like, you know, reliable traditions are really fun. It's and so there's some fun. so with food though, do you guys have like a standard Christmas meal? Yeah, it's actually really similar to the Thanksgiving See, meal. I mean, it has a lot of the same recipes. There's so many. I mean there's literally like 40 things, but the oh. the difference is there's yeah, it's a huge spread. I mean I'll send you pictures, you will literally it will blow your mind. But this is why <laughs> we're like we're obese when we like leave Houston. But it's like there's a few different things that go in. Like one of our one of my family's recipes, which sometimes I'll do for Thanksgiving, but I really do consider it a Christmas dish. My mom has like four desserts that she always grew up making. And like wow. each, each of my sisters and I have like a different one that we like. So like one sister loves the fudge and then the other sister loves like they're like little cookies with the Reese's inside of them. The Reese's like buttercups, the mini mm-hmm. ones inside. And then mine is this chocolate pie, which is like a chocolate chest pie. And I, I make that. And it is like divine, but it's not good for you, but it's so delicious, but it's like, who cares? But sometimes I'll even bake that as I like set up the tree just to like get the smell of Christmas in my house. Oh, that's nice. And I always will like put on movies. I really, you know, this is a movie I had never watched, but it's the, um, the best little house in Texas. And I didn't know it was a Christmas movie. It's with Dolly Parton and it's a phenomenal oh. movie. And I Dolly highly Parton's recommend. having a moment right now. I love Dolly Dolly Parton, in my book, has always been having a moment. <laughs> well, she's I really hit the scene recently. Love, I know. I've had more people message me about Dolly Parton, and I'm like, yes. Like, Have you listened to her podcast? Somebody, so my brother-in-law just shared it with me, um, which is great. And then she was on the Reese Witherspoon show that just came out on Netflix. But her um, this movie is so great, and there's this song in there, like Hard Candy Christmas, which has now become one of my favorite Christmas songs. <laughs> oh, Christmas music. It's just, oh, yeah, music. Yeah, my mom growing up always had, like, the Kenny G soundtrack. Oh, so wow. I always think of that, like the Christmas Kenny G. And I love Charlie Brown Christmas. That will, I listen to that summer, fall, winter, spring. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's my favorite. We like the Raffy Christmas. So we listen to the Raffy Christmas like tape <laughs> when I was little and I still remember it and like now I can just listen to it on yeah. Spotify it's amazing. it's amazing and the kids like the song still I'm like I listened to this when I was a little girl I know that's the part that's so magical sort yeah. of the same way of like sharing that silly symphony with Wilder yes. and him st- it's still I mean this animation is from 1935 it's amazing. or 1930 mm-hmm. and it's like this still holds up mm-hmm. that's it's mind-boggling and mm-hmm. so cool mm-hmm. and so I love things like that we um my decorations are sort of like we have Santas, which my mom collected Santas and had this amazing collection. So I'm hoping to maybe like get a few over the years from her. I like a collection. If she like divvies them out. And I like a collection and I have like those shelves over there. So it's kind of nice for a collection because I can just like take stuff down and put them up. Yeah. Um, I have like built-ins and that really lends itself to a Santa collection. But I also last year had this real like realization with myself when I was like, my mom was like, what would you like for Christmas? And I'm like, you can send me some Santas. And I'm like, wow, I'm old. Like I just want Santas okay. for Christmas. But yeah. it's also like the magic of sharing with Wilder. Yes. Something that like when those Santas went up when I was little, that felt magic. Right. And then my mom did Snow Village, which those are quite expensive is oh. what I've realized in my adult life. Although I do think they're cool, which are these like little ceramic. Oh, I know what you're talking uh, about. Buildings and they have lights in them and yeah. you can like, there's trains and different things you can get. Yeah. But I you know, having read the Harry Potter, I, Meredith, my sister and I were talking about how Harry Potter movies are sort of Christmas movies because all of them have Christmas in them. And, um, and the books also have like a, they talk a lot about the Christmas and the feast and all these things. So it feels very, the whole books feel a little, I don't know if it's like 
they're set in England. I don't know what it is, but there's something about them that feels very Christmassy and mm-hmm. kind of mad and they're magic. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, but so uh, my tree already had a bit of like a woodland vibe. Like there's a lot of owls on there. And then last year I was like incorporating trains and things like, um, and so I'm like, you know, I really think I could kind of like pivot into like a Harry Potter theme a little bit on the tree because they have these adorable, uh, pottery barn has these little crocheted Harry Potter ornaments mm-hmm. that are not like, they're not like tacky cheesy, but they're like, they're like adorable. It's okay to be tacky and cheesy but this time of year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so I, so I was like, okay, I want to put like growing up, we had a tacky tree and then the nice tree. And uh-huh. so the nice tree was like the, um, we got a real tree for the tacky tree with all of our like little handmade ornaments and whatever. Yeah. And then we had the fancy tree, which was like, a theme Ooh, like and, yeah some yeah. sort of you know what were they called Bra- not bradco bradco is it bradco rad radco yeah i'm we, pretty sure hold on what are they you um, know what i'm talking yeah, about because right my, oh yeah it is radco it is radco christopher radco Christo- okay so because we, my grandma yes. made me buy she was like honey if i give you my credit card will you buy the kids their first radco ornament when they t- for their first that is christmas so, funny. so yeah so we have like our tree, and this is how my grandma always did it. She had just like anything goes on the tree. Yeah. So it's like all the ornaments. I think my oldest ornament is from like the 80s. Yeah. And they're all dated. Like, and even the ones that aren't dated, I write the date at the bottom. Oh, I have a funny story for you. No, say about it. ornaments. <laughs> so I spoke to, uh, I think I told you I spoke to a medium relatively recently. Oh, yeah. And um, she's really cool during this at the end of the session after we like close up and stop talking to the spirit guides and stuff her like end parting thing is that she gives you a jacket for protection and so when she gave me my it's a you know metaphorical jacket when she gave me my jacket she was like I'm seeing for you a yellow raincoat with a hat and red boots. And I was like, well, I would never wear that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to look like Paddington bear. <laughs> Afterwards I was like, uh, if I do another session with you, do I get a different jacket? She was like, yeah, you <coughs> you can get a different jacket. I was like, okay. But I got myself a pair of red rain boots for an ornament. Oh, that's cute. And like, it's like a little so reminder. It's like, yeah. My reminder, my anchor to like this experience that I had. And so every year when I put my red rain boots up and I told, I haven't told Adam that story. I don't think, um, or maybe I didn't. He forgot. I was like, do you know why I have the rain boots ornament? He was like, no. But every time Merritt points at it and she says mama's and then she points at her feet. And, she's like, and I was like, you don't have any boots. Sorry, girl. <laughs> you got to speak to to the psychic for that. So, so yeah, cute. so the Christopher Radko ornaments, those are like pretty fancy. Yeah. So that was our fancy tree. We had the Radko tree that was like Dorothy slippers. I think my mom still uses most of those. And then she, now she doesn't do like a bananas tree but she keeps she has all of our of course like vintage ornaments and she'll put like one of each of our like middle school or preschool ornaments on the tree mm-hmm. and then she has this mouse that's like a it's from when she was a little girl so she has some really special yeah. ones that even she got when she was little that are that are like neat to see and, and the ornaments make awesome gifts i think, I think that a ornaments nice are great ornament i do too gift. i think those uh, well, are well especially if you well. if you know somebody has a, a tree because then they are reminded or if you um somebody one time gave us an ornament that like commemorated something that we had done yeah. it was a trip that we had taken and so i didn't have any ornaments from that trip and so now it's like a symbol of the trip that i get to see every year and it's tied to that person so if, if you know, somebody who like has a tree. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool gift. Yeah. I think that's a cool gift too. And so the, in the Harry Potter theme, there's also William Sonoma has an advent calendar, which is like charming and cute. And they did all the like candy shop stuff, which has existed for years, but they did it in a way that is like really darling. So I'm like, Oh God, am I going to have, am I going to be like decked out? But it's kind of, it's just kind of magic. So I feel like that could be an easy little like hint of a thing. Like nobody would know it unless you knew, you know yeah. what I mean? It's not like I yeah. would be having like, we're not having like dragons it's a slippery out here. Slope. Like you're starting this year, who knows where you'll be in 10 years. With well, your- that, that I did look cause they, I, they have the Harry <laughs> Potter snow village. And then I was like, okay, Jordan, you don't need like a thousand dollar Hogwarts snow village, like, <laughs> like set, you know, I mean, you don't time. need the Hogwarts express trailing through your house. But then I grew up with people who did, who, who, you know, if you keep this stuff and it becomes yes, this sort of thing, it, it can do, be it exponential. Can, it can become that. So yeah, yeah. we'll see where we'll see <laughs> we'll see where we land. But for now, I'm like, okay, maybe a few little add-ins would be cute. You know, yeah. this is the year I reread the book, so I think at least the little three character ornaments that are crocheted, so yeah. darling, like yeah. that's a cute little addition 
hidden in the tree, you know? Totally. So totally. we'll see. And I do already have a lot of owls. So that's kind of Harry Potter-ish as well. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing an advent calendar this year. It's the first time that we've done one. I've never one. done one. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. We'll just see how it goes. Yeah. I think it'll be a do good you, way to count down. Do y'all do the elf on the shelf? No. Okay. The elf doesn't come to our house. Yeah. How about you guys? No, I haven't okay. done that yet. Okay. You know, <laughs> I think I'm going to just um, let the elf stay up at the North Pole. Yeah. For a while. He's busy up there. He's busy. And he's got so many other kids to visit. Well, as far as celebrations go, I mean, we've spent a lot of time talking about Christmas because it's the Christmas season, but how do you feel about celebrations like throughout the year? Is it something that you... Like some people put a lot of emphasis on birthdays and okay. anniversaries I call and them holidays. The, I call them the birthday people. I'm not I'm not in the crowd with the birthday people. Does that mean that you don't want tell me more? I okay. won't set you up. I just want to know okay. more. You can tee me up for this, Kayleen, no, I because don't want I to. I want to just <laughs> my hear feelings you go. on the birthday people. I am fine if on your birthday we celebrate your birthday. I think when you turn a decade or a big year, if you want to have like a huge blowout party, get up, get right on ahead with yourself. However, I think if you are 33 years old and you're having a birth month, <laughs> something's wrong. Oh, I think Jordan. if it's an excuse for bad behavior, something's wrong. Like I, I can't handle it. Or when people feel just like, I know why well, I, you feel like, this way. Have you ever... But no, it's because I know people that act like actual brats on their birthday. <laughs> and it it blows my mind because I'm like, you're a grown person and I don't understand it. And The like, only times you ever get like this during the podcast <laughs> are when you are talking about your perception of somebody else's experience with entitlement. Yes. The way that you talk yes. about jaywalking <laughs> and the rant you went on with your, when you were like, you don't have I've any had, pet peeves. I've had more people, <laughs> I've had more people message me to be like, what is it about backing in to spaces that bothers you? And then now Nathan, he said that too. And then we were somewhere the other day and we were like waiting on a spot at like Jack Allen's. It was a billion people there. And this car like pulls far forward. So Nathan goes to get in the spot and then they, they're like backing in and it was like, but why does this save you any time? Are you, are you considering other people? Like it just, ugh, it just, but no, the birthday thing, it's like, there is like a bit of, here's the thing. Everyone <laughs> on this earth has a birthday. We all have one. If you exist on this planet, we have a birthday. You don't get a month. You don't get a week. You get a day. I totally disagree. You do? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It drives me crazy. <laughs> no. Kayleen, you're not the birthday people. Well, I don't think I am, but I you're am. You're not. You're not. But I am. So I'm not what you're talking about, but I do think of March. The entire month of March is mine. I don't do. like, yeah, well, my birthday's on March 29th. So it's a lot. I have the whole month. I really do. Like, it isn't like I start on April 29th, but March to me is like a great signifier of and and it lines up with the change of the seasons and all that my brother's birthday is March 16th so we would do his birthday and then my birthday or sometimes we did co-birthdays when we were little but I I don't like prance around expecting everybody to like no 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 that's not you're not a birthday people <laughs> I, I, February is my birth month I'm born in February. Like uh, amethyst is my birthstone. Like, you know, that's a different thing, Kayleen. You're talking about like having a reflection about the I year ahead the and month. using it yeah. as like an example. I love February I being my birthday because I love the new year, new you. Yeah. And I love that February is my second chance for a new year, new you. Yeah. If I didn't get off to a great start in January because yeah. it's literally immediately after. Yeah. So I get the birth month in that way. You have a birth month. You're correct. However, it's, it's more like somebody who's like, so-and-so only did X, Y, Z for me. And I didn't get this on my birthday. And it's like, you are a grown person. Like, I just can't, it's like, or waiting for other people to throw you a party when you get past a certain age. It's like, mm -hmm. you may you may have to throw your own 40th birthday party. <laughs> like, I'm not expecting any surprise parties. You know, I don't no, know. It's, it's that's like, funny. You're it's funny. a level of expectation. There's two camps of people because there are people who are like, I'd have other people who also call them the I, birthday people. There's a people. whole nother camp though because there's people that don't like their birthdays or like don't. No, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. I agree. There's and, many and camps. I I, there's many camps. You're right. No, there's people. I, and that makes me sad too. You just want to put us all in a bucket. I do. I'm just like, <laughs> no, there's a, there is a, there's a group if, 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 if and when it comes to mind, like, okay, here's an example because you're a Bravo girl. Yeah. Stassi Schroeder 
is uh, a birthday person. She's okay. she's one of the birthday people. Mm-hmm. It's my birthday. Like nothing <laughs> happened for me that I wanted it to be. It's oh, uh, like that's crazy. That's crazy town. <laughs> like that. That's the birthday people I'm talking about. I see what you're okay, saying. Okay. So I mean. <laughs> I think that there's a lot of opportunity for like magic and woo in celebration. And so I get really excited about my birth month because it's like, yeah, what you said, it's a time for me of reflection. It's a time of excitement. It's a time of kind of thinking about like, oh, how much has happened in the last year and what do I want to happen? And that's what celebration for me is all about. It's sort of weird actually, as I'm verbalizing it, because for me, celebrations like in the moment, a party or a, a gift exchange yeah. or anything like that is about the moment and is about sharing that moment with somebody else. Yeah. But then I also really like thinking about the future and thinking about the past yeah, and doing everything too. outside of the moment, which um, I know you and I are both really big fans of Shaman Durek. When I saw him speak at a tune, he's done this rant before, but he went into a big old rant. Somebody teed him up about Eckhart Tolle and the and the moment being in the right. moment and Shaman Durek believes that there's no such thing as the moment you're either in the past or in the future or in the past and he went on for like three minutes reenacting how the moment doesn't exist you're either in the future or you're in the past and I don't I really don't think that either is right honestly like yeah. I think that time is a construct and time is fluid. And so we are both in, I think we're in the present, the past and the future all at once. I do too, I do too. If we want to talk about quantum and (laughs) all of that while we're talking about celebration. But it's kind of funny to me that one of the things that I love about celebration is the opportunity to spend time with people that I really like. But then I also really like thinking about like history of... Christmas and birthdays. I agree with you on this. I think I think you should celebrate your birthday, and I, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I think here's here's actually I can I can pinpoint the difference. It's letting like making it external. Yeah, letting it be some like it needs to be an internal thing that you choose to celebrate your or you don't or you or right. it's a day you know if you if you're the kind and you don't like it and you just want to sweep it by sweep it by do you do you yeah but I think if you put the expectation that somebody else is gonna do X Y Z for you on your birthday then you're setting yourself up to not have a good birthday like I remember being 21 mm-hmm. it was my 20 no maybe like 23 it was my 23rd birthday. And I remember like going to work that day and I brought cupcakes to celebrate my birthday and let everybody enjoy them and had a great day. And I, I didn't go into work and was disappointed because somebody didn't buy me cupcakes. That's what I mean about like celebration. Yes. I think you should celebrate like, yeah, like I used to, I, in high school, I would pin a dollar to my chest and let people get that as a thing. <laughs> and people, what? Everybody that sees you with a dollar on your chest gives you a dollar. So you leave high school that day. Is with this like, a Southern thing? Is it a Mississippi thing? No, it's, um, well, yeah, I think it's like a Southern thing. Okay. Um, but so, so people like give you the dollar, you put it on your chest and then everybody gives you the dollar. So you like leave at the end of the day with all the dollars. But guess who had to put that first dollar on their chest? you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's how, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that's, that's the difference to me is like when it becomes that or just an excuse for bad behavior. But I do also love celebrations and I love, I, I love kind of little, love an excuse for bad behavior though too. You do? Just a little. I'm in fun. I mean, I think that I don't love the whole, like, it's my party. I can cry. If you I want don't to. like entitlement. I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> that's, that's very anti-millennial of you. And I appreciate it. That's so old world of you. Uh, a, a boomer. I'm like, they're like, oh, all the kids listening are like, okay, boomer to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I think, you know, I think that like you said, you do you, everybody has their own expression of things. And one thing that's been interesting for me in becoming a parent is what a birth and a birthday really is, is like the, like now when I'm at somebody's, somebody's child's second birthday, I go up to the parents and I'm like, happy birthday to you, mama. Because that's like, the biggest day of a mother's life in, especially in a small scheme of things. Like I have a bunch of friends that just had babies and like, they're not thinking about their birthday the way that they're thinking about their child's birthday. Like it just alters your reality forever. Absolutely. And I don't remember my 
when I was born, like I, I, you know, yeah. but I remember when my children were born. And so that has been yeah, a real shift. Yeah, you didn't do much pr- when you came out. I just showed you up. You just showed up. Yeah. So it's sort of like, why are we celebrating by... you? We should be celebrating that mom. I know. she did a lot yes. for you to be here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of an interesting <laughs> change that happens. For sure. It's like, I just think about birthdays in a totally different way yeah. than I used to. Um And one other thing that I think celebration makes me consider is self-care and protecting my energy and all of that. Because if I'm in charge of hosting the celebration or if I'm having people over, or even if it's like, you know, my son turned three, we didn't do a whole lot. And actually our nanny helped out a ton. We didn't have a party. Like we just, she made a cake. Like it was easy, easy, small thing, but still like you're in charge. So as a, as a mother or head of a household and all of that, or as an attendee at Christmas and you're not doing anything, but just making sure your kids don't like smear icing all over somebody's walls. Like what are the like acts and practices that you have to like protect your energy and come out alive? I think I really learned this this year because this was Wilder's second birthday a couple weeks ago. And I really felt like, okay, I'm not going to do much because this will be the last year I can get away with it even though I just acknowledged that he did notice that this was his birthday and he had a lot more feelings around it. Um, So we did end up having a party. We, it was very last minute thrown together. You know what I mean? Like I've texted people the day before and was like, we're going to a park. Um, (laughs) That's However, my family, like they were all going to fly. They did fly. And like my dad came in, my mom came in Mm -hmm. and, um, and I really had asked them, please don't, because I was like, this is the one like you're, you didn't want them to come. I didn't want, not that (laughs) I love my family, but at first I was like, please don't feel obligated to come because I kind of thought this is the one year we might just go to, like, he may get like a candle and a donut and like I, this is, but it was about me. So this is a little entitlement from me because it made me realize like, no, this isn't, we can't do it this way. Right. We got to, they want to be, we got to do for other people and we got to celebrate other people. And so the allowing, even though it was stressful, even though I was running around like a mad woman the day before or the day of really going to get balloons with helium in them and have, uh, you know, the cake made and find a candle to stick in it and make sure we have a lighter. And did I bring the corkscrew to the park? No, I need the wine. So let me go back and get the corkscrew to the park. Like, you know, it was, even for like a nothing kind of a birthday, it was a lot of work. Yeah. But I think what I realized was like, I don't need, like, I need to, you do have to celebrate yeah. other people and you do need to sell it. Like, you know, you need to make it a special day for your kid because like, that's what you would want, you yeah. know? And so like yeah. considering others the way you would want to be considered. So I definitely had a moment where I was like, okay, if my family wants to come every year, they don't get like input. Like my mom was like, he needs a cake with a character, you know? And I was like, we didn't look, <laughs> look, it's sprinkles. We got a frozen, you know, themed tablecloth. We had a dinosaur balloon. It was kind of all over the place. He loved it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So like not putting the expectation of like, it has to be this elaborate wild yes. thing. Cause I do think there's a lot of that right now. Like there is, but you know, I think there's also a lot of talk about how there is a lot of that right now. Do you know what I mean? Like there, yeah. there, there has always been a lot of that. I think, I, it's I just think that, Instagram has definitely won up. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I come from a line of mothers. I do too, actually. Who, who went, who did who all went out. big. And, yeah. and with small, with a little bit of resources, not a lot of resources, yeah. definitely not what I have. And there was a huge emphasis on a theme. Yeah. There was a lot of hours spent at the craft store. There was, I mean, I had a birthday that my mom did when I was probably like in fifth or sixth grade. And the theme was wildflowers. Yeah. And every girl came in and got a flower name and we had to call each other the flower name and we had these little pots and we had you're to right. trade my jelly mom, beans. My mom did all that too. Yeah, so I know, I you're mean, right, you're right, you're there, right. So there's just something in us that wants to really perform for ourselves, but for our children and for whoever's watching. I think I think that's the... Emphasis. There's more people that's watching the feeling. There's more people watching now. And yeah. you know, really this like, this break from social media the, and that's been like one interesting thing is... Here's what's been interesting and what my biggest realization and takeaway has been, because this is definitely the longest break I've ever done since Instagram came out or will have been. And my biggest realization is that your life is still happening and things are still happening to you, whether or not anyone is watching. Mm -hmm. And I've also realized how much of other people's lives 
I'm, I'm inputting into me subconsciously, just mm-hmm. like, you know, we all talk about it. We all know about it, but it's definitely been like very eye opening for me. I mean, no one's seen me. I mean, you might see me on Kayleen's Instagram soon, um, but no one has seen me in like however many times I have a new hair color. You know what I mean? Like my life hasn't ceased to be, I haven't ceased to like change and grow yeah, and like, have new people things who go see on. You in, you, yeah. You people who see you in real life are still seeing exactly. You. But I mean, I think this is funny because a lot of people left Facebook. Sure. Um, so I, I don't think that this is an experience. Like, I'm not saying that what you're experiencing isn't unique because it is for you, but like there is, there's a pendulum swing that happens. I mean, when we first got Facebook, we shared everything about what party we were at and all of that. And now the only people that are on Facebook are my parents and grandparents. Me, I'm in, I'm still there. Um, (laughs) but like, but participate. No, I agree. I think the difference is sharing updates. The difference to me is the imagery. It's just, you and I've talked about it. It's a magazine, but I wouldn't read a magazine six hours a day. And that's about how much time was getting used. Like at least three of my six, six, three of the hours are probably audible. Let's be real. Because it tracks it the same way your phone does, but you can change that. I need to change that setting. But (laughs) three of the hours were probably me scrolling on Instagram. And at the end of the day, I don't think, I don't think we're always so conscious of how much imagery we're seeing and how much of it, like, I think, I think my shopping has calmed down. Mm -hmm. I think I felt less inclined to buy stuff or even just know what's what's happening right. I do feel out of touch I'll say there's 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 drawbacks too I mean I, I think that's a good like thing to say but it's been interesting and I do feel like it's great in the season of celebration because it's re- it really and that the last time I took a really long Instagram break was right after I had the baby because I was also in like the, the scroll suck mm-hmm. of like I'm home and have FOMO and like yeah. my, you know I had a new baby that's a whole nother level of like well you're in a different mental state a different mental state but I feel like there's something to be said about like you know, and maybe there is no present moment, but kind of being a little more in the moment. I mean, I definitely am. Well, I think that by not having something that you're reaching for, you're not, you're able to be with who you're with. Yeah. More. I mean, that's definitely something. And with myself, because I think, I think what had me craving the break was I was feeling really disconnected from myself because I was feeling really inundated with messaging mm-hmm. and not sh- not that any of it's bad messaging because a lot of it's great messaging and a lot of people have like really beautiful things to say and they say it on Instagram and a lot of people share really beautiful amazing things it's a it's a photo sharing platform I mean it is what it is like people have messages and then they don't it doesn't matter but and that's why I say it's like not good or bad but I think it was so much messaging that I was like really I just woke up one day and I almost felt like like after you've eaten too much pizza like sick I was like ugh, you know I, I think I have to like just collapse this for now, not feel a guilt about it because it's like I've been on there for probably almost 10 years, if not 10 years. And I've never taken a 10 week break, which really, when you think about it, is not very much time at all. It's nothing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's been an interesting just experiment, but it's also been, I feel like there's, creativity and things that have come out of me that when you when you kind of just like live your life it's a little bit more I can feel it being less guided I feel more connected with myself like I feel like there's things that I've learned about myself by sitting with myself a little bit more Mm -hmm. that I wasn't doing and it's just been really really interesting and like I highly encourage everybody to do it I mean you don't have to but I, I definitely think that it's a really good amount of time like it's a good amount of time because I've struggled with it too and that's how I know it was the right amount of time because there's times where I'm like, you do love Ugh. a struggle. I mean, this is like, this is when you, this is sort of how you experience transformation from Absolutely. what I've seen. Absolutely. Like you, I don't think that, I think that that works for it does. a lot of people. And then it obviously doesn't for some people. This is why like people do challenges and then don't or whatever. But yeah. I think you can, I think the way that you personally like acknowledge it a concern. Okay. It's in my human design yeah. because here's my, here's actually my theme in human design. I'm a five, three. Is that right? I think five, three, which is a martyr heretic, yeah. which means that I go and sacrifice myself so that I can tell the world how that it work, how things work. And that's actually like my modus operandi in the world. It's how I will get my like main themes across. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. This applies to me. Yeah. What I'm telling you as the heretic <laughs> sharing my knowledge of what I've done in my martyrdom of sacrificing <laughs> Instagram for 10 weeks is that I think you should try it too. <laughs> Well, that's something to celebrate. Some, yes. 
<laughs> oh man, we just never know where these things are going to go, you guys. <laughs> Thank you for being along the ride with us. Um, Jordan, is there anything else that you want to talk about in regards to celebration, magic, the holidays, Christmas traditions, things in Austin to do? Oh, Austin has like really good stuff. So this year I'm going to try to get a lot of it done. And I saw where you've written, you've written things that are on my list to do, which is like Mozart. Yes. Um, they do like hot chocolate and, uh, a light show. Light, light show. The, we're going to do the trail of lights. There's actually supposed to be a really good trail of lights in Marble Falls. I don't know if I'll make it out there, but that's a, a, on the list. May I recommend for Zilker biting the bullet and getting the VIP pass. It mm. gives you parking, early access, and hot chocolate in a tent. It's really good for little babies if if that's uh if you want a smoother ride yeah, down that the trail. Good. I'll probably do that. It is it does cost money, but I believe it to be worth it if you are trying to get home for a reasonable bedtime. Maybe at a certain age it just doesn't matter, but uh we're in the age that bedtime still matter. Oh, for sure. <laughs> what about anything else? I mean, we'll do Santa this year. We didn't do yeah. it last year. Okay. And so we'll we'll try to do that. Another Austin holiday hack for that is Santa makes appointments at the domain. Yeah. And so that makes it a lot smoother to just be able to like slide into your slot, go grab some dinner afterwards. Um, we're also, we're going to see Rudolph the musical oh, fun. after Christmas. It's at the end of the month, yeah. but um, that's something to look forward to. Nathan and it'll took be... me to White Christmas one year and it was so fun. Oh, we're taking the kids. We Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he took me, we were like dating, okay. but we had a really good time. Like going to a Christmas going play to a show, is fun. Yeah. yeah. I really... Um, Owen has recently gotten into, you know, I sell those Usborne books. So yeah. um, we have a bunch of really cool like Christmas books. And one of them is the Nutcracker. We have actually like a few different versions of the Nutcracker from Usborne. But one of them is has the classical music that plays with each page and the illustrations are beautiful. So Owen has been pretending to be Clara and Fritz and just like reenacting all of the Nutcracker. And so I was like, do you think we could take him this year? And I think he I think he would like yeah. it, but so long Merit, though. it's long and Merit's still really little. Yeah. So it's something to, that's another thing that I've learned about celebrations and just the holidays in general is again, why I like writing that letter to my future self. Hey, you wanted to do this this year. The kids weren't ready. Like consider it now because Yes, we can try to do it all, but that's very stressful sometimes. Yeah. So like saving some things in your back yeah. pocket for the future is also some, then you have something to look forward to. Like he'll really like that next year at some point. Yeah. yeah. That's a cute idea. Yeah. All righty. Well, I think that's the perfect way to wrap up today's conversation. Totally. Uh, we hope you find this holiday season filled with easy celebrations and lots of magical moments. Join us next week for our final episode of 2019. We are wrapping up season one of That's Pretty Woo with a look back on the year and a conversation about reflection. Oh, one of our favorite things. Yay, bye. bye. <laughs> Thank you, friends, for listening. Please connect with us at thatsprettywoo.com and on Instagram at thatsprettywoo. Make sure you subscribe to catch next week's episode and share our pod with anyone you know who's into stuff. That's, that's pretty, pretty woo. woo.